Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. When you have small children, people will tell you, just let go of the housework. Things can get hectic when you're raising them and trying to maintain any kind of tidiness just seems like it's too hard. But the truth is, some messes just can't be left. And for some of us, having a clean house makes us feel calmer. Rachel Hallett and Carla Sati started Mums Who Clean on Facebook in 2017. The group now has almost 300,000 members. They have now put together a book of the same name with all their tips and tricks for keeping a clean home. Hi, ladies. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, thank you. Rachel, you say that you don't like cleaning. How did you come to start this page with Carly? Uh, yes, that's right. I do not like cleaning at all. However, I do enjoy the benefits of a clean home. So there, in there lies my predicament. Um, so Carly and I met online and we had a lot in common. So mostly home organising type of stuff. So we decided to start a group called Mums Who Organise. That group took off quite quickly and our members, you know, they wanted more from us. So um, specifically Mums Who Clean. So Um, you know, we thought we could help the community and they could also help us with tips on how to limit the amount of time we have to spend on cleaning and in turn that, you know, helps us spend more time elsewhere. So Carly, um, your connection with Rachel around organising, are we talking Murray Kondo type minimalist organising? What what was it that drew you two together? I think we were just commenting on a lot of the same type of things like, um, yeah, one of them was draw organization and another one was in a styling page she'd put up a picture of her dining area that had the exact painting that I was looking at, at purchasing at the time so I think we just um yeah it's just a lot of the things where our tastes were quite similar in those sort of things and trying to keep organized with our kids is more what kind of drew us together I guess and we just started chatting privately off, off Facebook and yeah just became friends that way when did you when was the first time you met in real life Oh, we actually, Carly came to my house or I picked her up and we went to Ikea. (laughs) (laughs) You came and picked me up. I remember that now. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's a great way to start things. Well, I would love to ask you some questions about cleaning. Um, And I wanted to start, if I could, with the trickiest question. So I'll throw this one to you, Rachel, but uh, feel free to pass it on. How do you clean up particularly nasty messes in the car? So I'm talking the punamis, the vomits, the stuff that really stinks and is seemingly impossible to get rid of. So it's going to depend obviously what it is um, and what it's on. So if you've got a tricky mess on a child's car seat, it's pretty important that you follow the directions from your manufacturer of the car seat because you don't want to um, interrupt any um, flame retardant or compromise the safety of the seat. So I think it's very important to only um, use the manufacturer's instructions there. I think just having like a rubbish bag is really important, like one you can throw away, so like a plastic or a paper bag so that you can use a cloth or paper towels or baby wipes to clean up what mess you can when you're not at home 
and remove it from the car so that, you know, you don't get the smell lingering around fermenting in your car. While you're <laughs> so um, I think you know, sort of getting rid of the bulk of it before you come home because obviously you're just going to get stuck sometimes, you know, without a whole heap of cleaning supplies. So just keeping some small rubbish, ba- disposable rubbish bags and baby wipes or a cloth or something like that will help with most of that. What if it's, um, let's talk about the floor. Lots of cars have similar type carpety, matty type floors. Yeah. And your child has thrown up on that. Once you've cleaned it up, is there any way of, of getting rid of that smell? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, one of the most popular things in the Mums Who Clean group is called a Bissell Spot Cleaner. So um, it's a, an upholstery cleaning appliance that you can also use on carpet. And they sell one specifically for, um, it's called the auto one. So it's for cars. And that will get rid of the scent because it actually sucks everything out. So it's like you know, like a carpet cleaner, but with a small head on it. So um, that'll, yeah, it'll suck it right out and that will get rid of the smell because that vomit smell is one of the hardest scents to remove. Um, But, you know, if you don't have the means to get one of those, um, that's fine. You, You know, there's other ways to do it. You can pop some bicarb on the dry area and the bicarb will absorb some of the smell. You might need to repeat that. You can even, once it's sort of sat there overnight, you can spray some vinegar um, over it to sort of give it a bubble reaction and that'll help just get in a little bit deeper and, and remove some of that odour and then you can just um, wipe it away with a cloth or vacuum it up if it's dry. Carly, what are the top cleaning products every mum should keep in the house? I think it really depends on your situation. Like obviously when you've got different aged kids, you need different things. But I think having a good essentials kit to begin with, whether you've got children or not, is something that everybody needs like a you know a cobweb broom or a long-handled duster some good cloths microfiber cloths or and glass cleaning cloths because you know little hands like to touch tv screens and things like that so just having something on hand that you can wipe your screen with safely is always really handy a multi-purpose spray that you like and you're not worried about on your surfaces you're just finding something that that works with most of your furnishings is always i think really important and just you're always going to need your vacuum and a good mop that you think is going to help you. Uh, everyone's got different flooring, so a mop that you think suits your floor. Um, if you can afford it, for me, one of the best things that I ever purchased is a mop and vacuum one. Um, that's yeah. just – I find that – for kids' messes, you know, like in the morning they're eating – I find Cocoa Pops to be the messiest food that they can eat in the morning on a weekend. They get that as a treat. <laughs> and when a bowl of that goes somewhere, it's like, you know, normally you would just panic and be like, it's milk, it's disgusting, it's going to absolutely destroy your house. But I just grab out my, you know, my vac mop and it just sucks it straight up straight away for you and you don't really have to worry about oh. it. So so it's not like um, you. it does it all at once. It's I was thinking it was like a dual thing where you mop it and then you vacuum it. No. All at once. So um, there's many. There's Ooh. a lot of different varieties of it. You can, you know, there's a high zero. There's a, a Bissell Crosswave. There's a few different ones, and they all do slightly different things. But basically, they just you put water in them, or you can put the water with the solution in them, and you turn them on, and you go, and it will it will suck up the wet component and also the dry component all at once, and you don't have to worry about doing the two separate jobs so oh la la I like that, that really handy that's like that it's, it's a big investment like they they are a bit pricey but 
for the amount of time they say for me that has been a lifesaver with three kids under six <laughs> so, <laughs> and my youngest one is is pretty full-on so she likes to make a big mess so that has saved my life many a times <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so exciting um Rachel there are a lot of parents who are keen on using non-toxic products um you mentioned earlier uh, using bicarb and then maybe some vinegar to get some smells and stains out of carpets. What would be your go-to non-toxic products that you would recommend? Yeah, I, I'm uh, one of those parents. So I don't mind using more toxic stuff when I really have to, but all my sort of go-tos are generally non-toxic. So I like Co uh, Universal Cleaner, that's um, really good. I find that, you know, sort of pretty much anything you would normally spray on, Co replaces for me. So glass cleaner, stainless steel, benches, you know, your multi-purpose spray. Um, it's even good on upholstery. So I really enjoy that. Um, and the added benefit is that you can, in my house, it's suitable for all surfaces. So my husband can pick it up and use it and not have to, like, think about whether he's going to damage the surface. Um, and also my kids can use it and they really enjoy doing things like cleaning the cabinets and stuff with it. So um, that's mm. that's my top pick. Is it possible to get surface grime off a shower door, like a glass shower door, without using something toxic? Yes, absolutely. Um, one of the best solutions is um, using like – the, a dish wand, so where you put your um, dishwashing liquid in and it's like a little scrubbing brush on the end, so, you know, mm. one sort of unit. So you just do a 50-50 mix of vinegar and dishwashing liquid so you can use a non-toxic dishwashing liquid um, in there with the white vinegar and then you literally just scrub the glass with it. Yeah, right. You can also just use a razor blade if it's really bad or a plastic blade. You've just got to be careful, obviously, not to scratch, but um, that's suitable too. Carly, what are the most asked cleaning questions that you get from mums with small kids? There's a lot of how do I get drawings off things. <laughs> so a lot of kids drawing on walls or drawing on furniture. Um, that is very, very popular. Slime in carpet is another one. That's um, you know, All the kids <laughs> seem to go through a slime phase and that just gets, you know, right down there in your carpet. Um, so that's always very popular and people love seeing how people yeah, get that off. Chewy gum in hair um, oh. and things like that is another one that gets asked a lot of the time. And obviously food messes is also like on your couch and things like that. You know, my kids are taking their, you know, bolognese and gone and smoosh their face on the couch or something like that. That's also very, very common question. <laughs> All highly relatable. Okay, well, why don't we tag team now with Rachel and going back over those things that Carly just mentioned, how would you deal with them? So the first one, Carly, what was that? Uh, memory like a sieve. That's yep, drawing on walls or furniture. So um, it really depends on what they've drawn on it with. Um, magic erasers are great for your walls to get things off. You just have to be careful if you've got a gloss surface with those because they can take the gloss off a bit. But a multi-purpose spray or hairspray is also really good for getting those kind of things off walls. If they've drawn on a hard surface with a crayon, that can be really difficult to remove with even the hairspray or the, the multi-purpose spray. And this is going to sound disgusting, but mayonnaise works amazing for that. <laughs> so you can put some mayonnaise on a cloth and give it a bit of a rub with that. 
obviously remembering it has to be a hard surface don't do it on your couch or something like that because it's going to go the mayonnaise is then going to absorb into your, into your soft furnishings but if it's a hard surface you can use the mayonnaise give it a, a scrub it'll come off and then use a multi-purpose spray or some soap and water afterwards to get the mayonnaise off obviously because you don't want to leave that there either no no the kids <laughs> will end up going up and licking it off the wall <laughs> What about slime? Rachel, have you got any tips for getting slime out of the carpet? Yeah, absolutely. Slime, you know, it seems like probably one of the hardest things to remove, but it's extremely easy. So all you need to do is if if it's hard, that's okay. You don't need to do anything straight away. But if it's still soft, pull off what you can with your hands, um, you know, scrape it all off. And then you literally just pour white vinegar onto it and give it a light scrub with like a nail brush or a soft um, scourer, you know, whatever you've got, and it will literally just dissolve and come up and then just wipe over the area and sort of push down to make sure you haven't left much um, liquid in the carpet. Uh, and the other one, Carly, was chewing gum in hair. That one's actually been quite interesting in the groups when people talk about that because I don't think anyone's actually found a true tried and tested method that always works. Um, I think it depends on the hair type and what exactly it is they've done with the gum. But olive oil seems to be one that is mentioned a lot and seems to be quite successful, you know, just rubbing the hair with that, making sure that the hair is nice and oily so that the gum tends to slide out a bit. And another weird one that people have mentioned in the group is peanut butter. I haven't tried that one. I My oh. daughter's allergic to peanuts, so I have not tried that one myself. But um, no. I think because it's quite, again, it's an oily type substance, people have, have sworn by that working. But I haven't tested that one, so I can't tell you. <laughs> okay. Well, as a mother of a son who is constantly eating his bolognese pasta on the lounge and dropping it on the lounge, I'd love to know about that last one, I think it was, um, Carly, that you mentioned when parents are saying, okay, they've put this tomato sauce onto my lounge. How do I get rid of it? Who's got the answer to that, Rachel or Carly? It's sort of fairly, you can use a few different methods. So if it's really bad, um, the spot cleaner that I mentioned before, the little upholstery cleaner, um, that'll do a really good job. You could just use dishwashing liquid um you know in water so like hot soapy water that would do a, a decent job because of the the dishwashing liquid you know would cut sort of through that another one there's a product called dr beckman's um carpet cleaner it's just available at the supermarket uh and it has a scrubbing brush attached i absolutely love that for my couch and just little spots on the carpet when i don't want to get out a big um carpet cleaning machine so um, that's a really good product that I always have on hand. Now I have found so much just in this interview surprising but obviously your book has lots more tips. One of your cleaning tips that I have tried myself was the um, men's shaving cream around the base of the toilet to get rid of the wee smell because we've got two boys in our house um, which worked a treat. I'm wondering if when you've been managing these groups, have you heard any cleaning tips that have really surprised you? I was really surprised by how much a dishwashing tablet can do. Like I fully understand that they're made for cleaning dishes and you put them in your dishwasher and they do a great job, but people will use have been using them for lots of other things like cleaning your, your oven racks. I was really surprised. I, I actually didn't believe it. You know, when you see a post and it's it just looks too good to be true, Um but I tried that myself and that was amazing where you just, you know, take out your oven racks from the oven and you wrap it in foil and put a dishwashing tablet with it. 
and then put it in a bath or in your, in your sink or a trough overnight or for a couple of hours in really hot water and just let it soak. And then when you take all the foil and everything off, you can just give it like a light wipe with a scrubber and all of those brown marks come off. Um, I Yeah, I, when I saw that, I was like, no way, that just does not happen that easily. But it really does to using that method. So I was really shocked that a dishwashing tablet could make that so much easier than you know, cleaning an oven's a nightmare job. So I was really shocked at how easy that made that. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Rachel? Is there anything that stood out for you? Yeah, I think um, just the applications of um, dishwashing liquid. I I had to ask the group for some advice a couple of years ago. My son got excavator grease on a brand new jacket and, you know, I was freaking out thinking that, you know, that's black as that's not coming off. And, um, I, all I had to do was scrub some dishwashing liquid with a nail brush and it came right off. And I, you know, since, you know, that was a couple of years ago now. And since then, you know, I've just discovered that it's just so, it's so cheap and it's so useful for so many different applications. Well, there's so much within this interview, but a lot more in the book. Ladies, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Our right. pleasure. Thanks thank for having you us. That's Rachel Hallett and Carly Sutty. They're the co-authors of Mums Who Clean and you'll find links in the notes of this episode of where you can get a copy. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.